Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Jewish opponents picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus said to them, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, they replied, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be set aside, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own and sent into the world? Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy, because I said I am God's son? Do not believe me unless I do the works of my Father, but if I do do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. There he stayed and many people came to him. They said, though John never performed a sign, all that John said about this man was true, and in that place many believed in Jesus. John chapter 10 verses 31 through 42. Once again an attempt is made on Jesus' life, and once again he escapes, his time has not yet come, and nothing can interfere with God's plan. Jesus is quoting from Psalm 82 in this passage, where God refers to other beings as gods, that's with a small g, sons of the Most High. There is some debate as to whether the psalm is referring to some sort of angelic being or to human beings, but either way, Jesus seems to be saying God himself refers to other beings as sons of God. So is it really that blasphemous what I'm saying? And even if you don't buy it, just look at the miracles I'm performing. That should prove that what I'm saying is true. There's a beautiful side comment in there as well. In the middle of the chat, Jesus says, And scripture cannot be set aside. Some versions say, The scripture cannot be broken. For the enemies of Jesus, they must have felt that he was faithless to the word of God, but this statement shows the high view and devotion that Jesus gives to scripture. They are not always easy to understand, and brilliant people that love Jesus can sometimes come to different conclusions about different passages, but no matter what church we belong to or what stream of Christianity we swim in, the scriptures cannot be set aside. They are our canon. They are our measuring stick. They are our basis on which we base everything that we believe about God and about the Christian life. Jesus held scripture in the highest regard, and so should we. As Jesus escapes the mob, he returns to the Jordan where his ministry really began, where the heavens opened over him as John baptized him, where the Father blessed him and the Holy Spirit came upon him. The religious leaders don't believe in him, but the crowds are becoming convinced more and more. They believe in the works and they are putting their trust in Jesus. Today, for your consideration, let's consider the scripture that Jesus so revered. Think of one of your favorite scriptures, and let's just let that scripture roll around in our head today. Ask God to open your eyes to it freshly. What new insights come to mind? What new understanding? What does this verse teach you about who God is and about who you are? <laughs> 